Let's get started. Started at what? The cast. What is this? We're on a podcast. I know that. <laughs> then why'd you ask? <sighs> I meant what the, what's the name of the show? Finally, girl. Michael. You didn't know that? Oh my god. You've been doing all the editing. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Finally Girl, a horror movie podcast where each week we chronicle and examine a underappreciated, beloved, or cult horror film. Since it's Friday the 13th, we're talking Friday the 13th. Heck yeah. 1980s, Friday the 13th. How exciting. I've been excited to do this one because I feel like this is like the most popular movie that I've not seen. Really? Yeah, out of all the movies that we've watched so far and like movies in general. Well, I guess Scream's probably another big one, but Friday the 13th yeah, sure. is probably the biggest one. For sure. Probably. Definitely slasher wise. Had you seen it before? Because you did say early on, I don't know, like you asked, have I seen this before? I definitely haven't. I definitely haven't because I had no idea what was going to happen. But it like just seemed so familiar at the beginning of the movie. And I think it's probably because there's so many episodes of TV that I've seen that have like done their parodies of Friday the 13th. There's a specific show, Psych, that has a Friday the 13th episode where they go to a summer camp. Okay. And the same kind of thing happens. So I think maybe I was just getting it confused with like other TV shows that I've seen. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So when was the first time you watched Friday the 13th? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> was it that long ago? Or Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, Did you see it before you saw like Halloween? No. No? Okay. Oh. Halloween definitely came first. Okay. But this wasn't even the first Friday the 13th movie that I saw. Oh, really? I can't remember for sure. But it was four or five or six, one of those, because saw at least two of them in the same night. Because uh, during AMC Fear Fest and on a lot of Friday the 13th, AMC would wear air, not wear. They would air usually Friday 13th through like Friday the 13th part six for whatever reason. It'd be those six movies. How many parts are there? There are so. <laughs> There, so you have one through eight. Jason goes to hell. You got nine. Jason X or Jason 10, however you want to say it. And you have the reboot and Freddy vs. Jason, which is, you know, half a nightmare movie. It feels more like a nightmare movie. So you have 12 movies. We haven't even, we haven't even gotten to the 13th movie yet in this franchise. Wow. Which, uh... It is coming back. Form of a TV series for Peacock. Oh, wow. So that'll be interesting. When does that come out? I don't know. Okay. They haven't released it yet. They're, I don't even... It's like in development. Oh, uh, okay. But that'll be fun, hopefully. Interesting. Sure be the first Friday anything, well, besides the, the video game since 2009. Wow. So, yeah, but like four, four, five, and six, I would say I probably saw this first. And I I think I knew already going into Friday when I actually eventually saw Friday the 13th, which I'm pretty sure my parents rented it for me. I don't think I watched it on AMC because I had seen, I really think I even saw like part, I don't know if I saw part three or part, I think I, think I went four, I saw four, five, and six, and then I saw parts one through three. So in a way, it kind of went like Star Wars, you know? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> From what I remember, I remember 4, 5, and 6 would, were usually the ones that were on AMC. And one, you'd see 1, 2, and 3 every once in a while thrown in with them. But yeah, I remember, I was, I'm pretty sure I rented 1, 2, and 3 because I'll tell, I'll go in more in depth when we do, whenever we do part 3, but I, I had a nightmare after watching part 3. Oh, wow. How old were you? Somewhere between like nine and eleven years old. Oh my god, that's so sad. What does that mean? A nightmare. Because <laughs> actually, the ending is very similar in part three to this movie. So okay. But we'll get. Yeah, you know, I'll tell that story later. But yeah, when I mentioned, I I think I knew somehow that Jason wasn't the killer. 
in this first movie. I don't think that was much of a surprise for me. I had no idea. I was wondering if you knew. You didn't think I was shocked last night when we were watching it? I was like, what? (laughs) You didn't seem like it, actually. Oh, my God. In my notes, I have... Wait, there's no Jason? (laughs) Jason? Question mark? Jason? Like, I'm so confused. And the reason I wanted to... I wanted to wait a while for Friday the 13th, but we're going to do a bunch of them probably in June. But I wanted to do this first one before we got to Scream because Scream spoils this movie in the first five minutes of it. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if you know. So I'm like, I have to do it. I have to do Friday the 13th before that's, we get to Scream. That's why I know I haven't seen this movie before because I had no idea. <laughs> that was insane to me. It was a huge twist for me. Did you realize immediately when Betsy Palmer, Mrs. Voorhees, appears on screen that no. she's the killer? I mean... You figure out pretty quickly. So I f- don't, yeah, but... I just... I figured she knew that Jason was coming around killing people. Yeah, okay. And then I realized it was her, and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. I was just shocked. Yeah, she... Um, she was scary. She's great, yeah. She originally... The only reason she says the only reason why she did this film was because she desperately needed a a new car. <laughs> really? Was she not she, an actress she, before? No, or? she was an act. She oh. was an actress. She's just like she, she even says like she, when she read the script, she's like, "What a piece of junk this." Really? <laughs> yeah. oh, I loved it. She's she's dead now, but in her her later years, she really came around to the franchise and like she would go to conventions Sweet. and stuff, and you know she embraced it, which is cool by the end of it. Yeah, that's good. Who were the main actors in this movie? Besides Kevin Bacon, which I didn't realize Kevin Bacon was in this movie. You know about Kevin Bacon? Mm-mm. I mean, I'm sure I did. I'm sure someone, I've I've heard that at some point. I'm sure someone said it. But when he came on screen, I was like, hey, is that Kevin Bacon? Yeah, it's kind of like the the Johnny Depp and yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, another like star coming from the 80s. Not yet, though. I don't want to Not yet. Star. Yeah, pre-stardom. Yes. Stars. Yeah, because it was four years before Footloose, which is where he really became a star. He was in Animal House, though. A uh, brief role in Animal House, which is two years oh, before yeah. this. Best kill? You have the best kill? Uh, well, uh... Or do you like... Are you like... There's usually... There's really... I think there's only two candidates. There's either Mrs. Voorhees being decapitated or Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was good. I liked um, the one, I, I don't know who it was. Was it Brad was one of them? No. What, Whoever what the guy like? was that was arrowed to the back of the door. Oh, Bill. Bill. I'm Brad. Okay, I knew it started with a B. I guess you get points for a B, but I think Brad and Bill are totally different names. Yeah. Well. Don't you think? Yeah, they are very different names. Bill Hader, Brad Pitt totally yeah, different the dichotomy of brad and bill anyway <laughs> but i liked his kill with the that was your favorite well you didn't even see it though yeah my favorite kill was probably the first one with the Just, girl slit her throat that's not even the first one really okay yeah I guess first one the in the present one. day of the movie yeah the second one no because it wasn't annie there's two kills in the beginning. i know there was a boy and a girl yeah it was the girl's kill the second one in 1958 yeah, I guess it was in 1958. You're really confusing me now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's start from the beginning. Well, I, I think I got it now. I don't have to start from the beginning. <laughs> okay. So it's the second per- in, in, in 1958. In 1958. I'm sorry. I was confused because I was thinking it was present day because it looked exactly What happens the same. in this kill? She's up against a tree and the killer slashes her throat. That is the first one in present day. Okay. Wait, let me look. Yeah, Annie. You said Annie, right? Annie is the one that gets the ride from like the truck driver. Yeah, I guess it was Annie. She gets picked up, presumably by it, Mrs. Yeah, Voorhees. It was Annie. So My yeah, bad. first one present. Day. Wow. We're I was thinking it was the girlfriend in the first, in the 1958 scene. There was a girl and guy making it. Yeah, but why? Why did you? You think that's the same person? No, I guess same they just looked alike person. in my head. Okay. Now to get the confusion out of the way. Wow. Okay. What a wild start. Our final girl. <laughs> Our final girl. Our final girl, Alice. Adrian King. Yeah, she's great. 
like her better than than uh, Heather Langenkamp. <laughs> oh yeah, much better, yeah. much better of an actress, much better of a screamer. She definitely looked fully frightened the whole time. This is the crowning achievement in her career. She does appear in the sequel. Of course, we'll get more into that when that rolls around for us. After a sequel, which came out 1981, the next year, she didn't appear, she didn't really act in film again for another almost 30 years until 2010. In the Crystal Lake Memories documentary, she she mentions that she developed a stalker not that soon after Friday the 13th came out. Oh, man. She would get, like, phone calls. He got into her apartment. Oh, wow. She said at one point she even had, like, a gun to her head. So I think that's... She doesn't explicitly say this, but I'm sure that is probably a reason why she didn't act for so long. Yeah, I can imagine. Poor no, girl. Wanting to put herself in the public eye again. Yeah. It's a real-life horror movie. We have the director, Sean S. Cunningham, and producer. He's got, like, a name that you would name a ship. S.S. Cunningham. All right. I suppose so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, as I mentioned in last week's episode, he, he did produce The Last House on the Left, which Wes Craven directed. Cool. After that ha- Last House on the Left, they did it, he did some more family-friendly movies, like a ripoff of Bad News Bears. <laughs> okay. And, which is where his relationship with the screenwriter, Victor Miller, really came about in those movies, those family-friendly movies. And really, the... Um, the genesis of Friday the 13th is Cunningham putting an ad out in Variety with like that the classic Friday the 13th logo and seeing if people would, you know, people would, if he could get a, get distribution rights and, you know, if he could sell it before he even had a script or an idea for the movie at all. Wow. He wanted to come up with a, another title like similar to Halloween, like a almost a holiday themed title and after friday the 13th you see more and more of those kinds of titles like my bloody valentine or prom night mm-hmm. april fool's day all kinds of wacky holiday themed title titles i love this type like this little font that they've got going on in the title sequence i thought it looked fantastic i don't think i'd ever seen friday the 13th like that before but I also, I've never seen the movie, so maybe yeah. that's why. I'm surprised they never showed it to you until now. Yeah. You know, I'm a sucker for a cool typeface. <laughs> but yeah, Victor Miller, the screenwriter. He, uh, he's mostly, <laughs> he's mostly done like soap opera, written for soap operas. So he's not really, uh, him nor Cunningham, I don't think they ever fully appreciated their creation. Victor Miller, for sure. I think he kind of thumbs his nose at the genre. There was a long-time battle over the rights for Friday the 13th between Miller and Cunningham. And now, like, they both own certain properties of the IP, okay. really. Mm-hmm. Certain elements, really, of the property. And now we're, we're getting a TV show, so, like, some things, things, things are finally happening. So do they have to work? They're both dead, or are they no, still they're, living? They're both alive. Okay. Yeah. They have to agree to make the TV show. It's complicated. It seems like this is kind of um, this is coming from Victor Miller. I'm pretty sure he is a producer on this. Okay. Cool. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. No. You don't think that it's gonna like be better because he's on it? No. Oh. He has. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean. It's not like, uh, not that he'd ever want to be creatively involved, at least like story-wise. Like John Carpenter coming back to Halloween. Yeah. Even though he's involved in the, the music of the newest ones. But they, I honestly don't even, I think there's a few entries, at least three entries in this franchise that are better than the first movie. It's not like Halloween where most of the most iconic things happen in the first movie mm-hmm. i think i mean we don't even there's no jason for instance and when 
you think Friday the 13th, what is, you mean you haven't even seen it, but when you, when somebody says Friday the 13th, what do you think? Yeah, I think of Jason. Yeah. With the hockey mask. Yeah, exactly. So we haven't even gotten to like the. That's why I was so confused. The main piece of iconography from this franchise. Cunningham and Victor Miller, I don't even attribute a lot. They're not really a reason why this franchise is known worldwide. Weird. In fact, I mean, I'll tell it here because we'll, we're not going to get to Jason Goes to Hell, which is the ninth movie in this franchise for quite a while. But like when Cunningham came back as a producer, when the rights went to New Line, and he told the director of that movie that he wanted to get the hockey mask off of Jason. It just it just goes to show like it really Cunningham and Miller are not they're not they're not John Carpenter, they're not Wes Craven, they're not they, they're not these uh fantastic filmmakers. Although the score of this movie was fantastic. Who did the score? Uh Harry Manfredini who scores the, all the Paramount ones which is 1 through 8. It was great. I loved it. The the bop bop bop. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It was so good and the orchest orchestral ensemble with the percussion. Oh, it was oh yeah, so good. no. Um, out of like the the big three, I definitely is definitely number two. I like it more than Nightmares main. Oh theme. yeah, me too. Me too. So the, the k- 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 ma ma ma, which and I think a lot of people think this, and like even I kind of still hear like ch ch ch, like a ch ch ch. What is it? It's but he's really he take he took the first consonant sounds in when Betsy Palmer is saying "killer mommy." He's done. He's doing the. K- in the the ma, so it's oh. so he in a microphone like he's went I thought it was bop 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 yeah I thought I always bop 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 that's what I thought it was I thought I always thought it was yeah yeah oh yeah it was pretty menacing so yeah. No Jason. Well, there is Jason, kind of. But Jason's not the killer in this movie. Were yeah, you shocked? That you? I was very shocked. And I kept him, I kept picturing, like, I kept waiting for him to pop up on the screen at the end of the movie or something and be the person that's been standing in the woods the whole time. But he never did. And then we have the special effects. And this is his, this will be the first time we... Covered him on the podcast. Uh, Those come from Tom Savini, Pittsburgh native. Oh, cool. He had just done a couple movies for Romero. He did Martin and then Dawn of the Dead, which is the the sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Awesome. Also, if you want to hear our our review of uh, Night of the Living Dead, listen to our first episode. First episode. So, Cunningham brought him in. Brought him in based off of Night Dawn of the Dead. Wonderful work in that movie. He does say... So, Savini was a combat photographer in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So that he always attributes his success to the special effects world because he saw the real thing. He saw actual mangled okay. bodies. So he has a good reference. And it's funny with Dawn of the Dead... Uh, I'll talk about it well whenever we eventually do Dawn of the Dead, but it has that more that the blood in that movie looks a lot like kind of like Suspiria, where it has like that paint look to it. And he he says he's like, man, I wish I would have used different blood. I don't think it was as bad as Suspiria. Well, no, not not, not Friday. I'm close. saying Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay, good. I was gonna say I thought the um the blood looked great in this movie. Yeah, but yeah. okay, so in Dawn of the Dead, yeah. was Dawn of the Dead? color yeah oh i yeah. didn't know that yeah i thought it was in black and white like donna did came out in 1978 so two years before this movie oh okay okay so he wished he could uh redo the blood in yeah. Dawn of the dead well yeah yeah okay and it's just funny because i because i thought you'd like that because you would think that the suspiria blood i hated bad. suspiria blood i think it threw me off the whole time 
and it's very it, it looks very similar yeah listen Dawn to suspiria as well <laughs> yeah savini would come back one more time in his franchise for friday the 13th part four he would go on he'd do the burning soon after this and you know we'll get into more into savini as time goes on so i'm not going to spend too much time on him right now one Doing anything. We were just messing up. All right. The movie. Starting off with the uh, 1958 murders. At first, I was like, is this movie set in the 50s? But I love the intro. I thought it was a great way to get spooked right into the movie. Gets me in the mood for some killing. Why? The, the, what was it? Yeah. That starts getting me like ready to watch some creepiness i didn't know there was gonna be all the pov stuff which i don't know if it's like a true pov can you call it that yeah why not i don't know because he's not like moving around well i guess he kind of is in those in a lot of the shots yeah in a lot of the shots he really is or she is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if she's really moving yeah i guess so but seeing her looking at the kids from the woods and stuff was pretty good and i liked the stabbing of the guy yeah, why? Uh, not enough. That's the on. first time we saw blood yeah. in the movie, and I was like, oh, yeah. Jeez, bloodthirsty today. Well, I like when blood looks real, which is what <laughs> we were just talking about. They try to, so yeah, the two kids in the beginning, they try to have sex, or they do, I guess they do have sex. And yeah, then they're they get making killed. it. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, does this like person have a vendetta against people getting it? This is really where... The uh, the slasher tropes, kind of, uh, well, the classic t- slasher tropes are kind of born. They're kind of in some other movies, but here is where you kind of see it repeatedly. Like, yeah. you have sex, you die. In Halloween, too. You, you, smoke, you smoke weed, you die. Mm-hmm. You aren't paying attention while a little boy drowns. And then we cut to what looks like a hitchhiker girl. Who we come to find out is named as Annie. Yeah, she's going to be a cook at the, the camp. At the camp. Uh, so she stumbles upon a town. She goes into a diner. And they all look at her crazy when she says she's going to Camp Crystal Lake. And I was like, oh, Camp Crystal Lake. That's the name. That sounds familiar. I've definitely heard that before. I'm assuming that's from you. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I'm sure. But then I'm like, is that the name of the camp in that episode of Psych? I don't know. But anyway, and we find out that the camp has a death curse. Well. From Ralph. Ralph, yeah, crazy Ralph. Yeah, I, I like how love. Ralph was a repeat guest in the in the movie. <laughs> when we see him later on at the camp. Yeah, he's the he's the doomsayer. Yeah, the town crazy. I love him. Yeah, he was cool. The actress who plays Marcy, the one who gets it with Jack, Kevin okay. Bacon. yeah, yeah. She said she thought, like, Walt Gorney, who plays Ralph, uh, she thought he was, like, actually crazy. And, <laughs> and at the time, and now she says she looks back, and she's she's like, I think he's just a great just a great character actor. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's That's great. Funny. I love uh, his little performance. He does come back in two. Oh, cool. So you do have two characters. I'm glad he wasn't three. killed in the forest when or in the woods when he was walking away from the camp. Bikes away. Or bikes away. You're yeah. right. <laughs> it's on his bike bicycle. And... <laughs> that was really cute. You were doomed. I was like, is that his bike or did he just snatch that from somebody else? <laughs> but anyway, we find out Annie's kind of dumb because she gets in that truck with a rando. And then later on, she gets in another car with another random person. Well, the first guy was nice. He seemed a little strange and creepy. I think I think he was just concerned for her, concerned about the whole operation. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but then he starts telling her about all these murders that happened at the lake. And like the water was bad in '62. 
Did you like the hillbilly fiddle music that came from the truck of the other kids? Yeah, the Kevin Bacon truck. Yeah. With the uh, Jack Morrison. There was a Ned. lot of uh, sexual tension in that truck. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. That was, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's great. I always forget about that. It was so weird. It was like three full minutes of hillbilly fiddle it wasn't, music. I don't know about three, but it went on It went on forever. And then we get Lumberjack Steve Christie. Was that his name? Yeah, Steve Christie. Well, Christie. The guy reopening the camp. Yeah. And he's hot for Alice, our final girl. And you get the sense that she isn't that fond of him. Yeah, she's just kind of playing the field. And they're all just kind of waiting for Annie to show up. But that's the last person to show up at the camp. But she never gets there. Spoiler alert. And she gets her throat slit in the wood. Yeah, which if you made it through the confusing first part of this podcast episode, that's my favorite kill. I like how stiff her neck looks and the blood just seeping out of the neck. And she's just kind of like frozen against this (laughs) tree log or tree. A tree, yeah. What's it called? The tree. Yeah, I guess the tree. It's the tree. (laughs) Uh, It was frightening. Oh, I should stop saying that word. It was really scary. It was really good. I like the effect. The scene of her limping through the woods, too, right before she gets killed, and the POV camera kind of following her was really scary. And I think it was Jason this whole time. So I'm imagining a hockey mask. So I'm picturing Jason behind her with a hockey mask because I didn't even know that the killer wasn't Jason yet. I'm like, oh my gosh, this must be really scary. Turns out it was an old lady. Old scary lady. (laughs) Yeah, she was really scary. The change in lighting was weird, though. And then just kind of like fades to white. What? What, The change in what? Like once (laughs) Annie's killed, like she gets her throat slashed and you see like a change of light. It gets dark and then it starts fading into a white. Yeah. Like she went to heaven. That's what it felt like. <laughs> they were like, Annie's gone. She's in heaven now. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. I don't know. I didn't like that. Why not? It just was random. It's, none just, of the tra- other... it's just a transition. I know, but none of the other kills in the movie were like that. And they could have had transitions. I don't know. I thought it was it's really just, random. It was just a, I think it's just a uh, editing technique of its time. Yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> Oh, that snake that they, they kill in the movie. That was a real snake. Really? Yeah. Was that all imp- improv or was oh. it that they released a little snake? I don't think they were. I, I don't think they released a little. They don't mean in, in the Crystal Lake Memories documentary. They don't say they released a snake in there. So I'm wondering if it was just happened to be in there. I mean, it looked like they actually filmed this at like a summer camp or something. Yeah, they did. They, they filmed it at camp. Nobi Bosco in New Jersey. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is that still around? Yeah. Oh, we should have visited it on our New Jersey trip. It wasn't really near where we were going. Oh. Well, it could have been a real snake. I mean, that that just came in there. Yeah. Instead of them releasing. Yeah. But it didn't look like it was that scary. It looked like a little tiny snake. Yeah, snakes. You would have freaked out. I mean, I'm not a huge... I'm not... Snakes don't bother me that much, but I'm not a huge fan. I mean, no, I'm not a huge fan of snakes, but I, I'd rather that than a cockroach. I would scream if I found a cockroach, but I wouldn't yeah. scream if I found a snake. Yeah. I, yeah, no. I mean, like, I definitely, I hate spiders more than snakes. But I I'm know, not you're a huge, baby. I don't like snakes either. Yeah. But they, I wouldn't freak out. I wouldn't freak out like they did. Or, I'd, well, kill, I'd definitely kill it. I wouldn't kill it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kill it. I'd try to capture it and bring it back yeah, outside. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't kill a snake in my house. I'd, I'd have to. <laughs> I would never. I'm sorry, Steve Irwin, I'd have to. I'd kill a mouse. I'm sorry, my best friend Brooke and Abe. <laughs> I'd kill a mouse dead. I'd feed it to that snake that I found. <laughs> oh my God. And then Ralph shows up at the summer camp at... Camp Crystal Lake in the pantry of the kitchen. You're doomed if you stay here. <laughs> he has a message from God. Yeah. He's a I was like, wow, he can hear God. <laughs> That's wild. 
I love how Alice watches him bike away. He stands <laughs> in the doorway. And just stares at him as he bikes away. Yeah, that was a great scene. Doomed. He's great. Oh, before that, the, that cop visits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can tell he's struggling with that motorcycle. And it turns out he's, that's his. that was the first time like he had been on a motorcycle before. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, why is he driving it that way and then turning around? <laughs> what you is he doing? You can like, shifting a little bit side to it's side. It's very, he did not look comfortable. Side to side, yeah. Yeah. I like how Kevin Bacon's, like, obsessed with the motorcycle, too. His character. Like, oh, look at yeah. that bike. <laughs> how it doesn't take too long to get into the killing i mean we start off with killing but like yeah. for the main plot of the movie we get right into it with ned i think was the first one to die and well, i think he no, was Annie's the, first... the first one to die well i meant like of the people who were at the camp she wasn't at the camp yeah yet. but she uh, she's a, she's a part of the mo- like the main portion of the movie no, she's pretty much one and done right at the beginning. Yeah, but she's a part of the main, like the present day portion. Yeah, okay, present day portion. But anyway, I think Ned was the first one to die at the camp because at the beginning we see him like fake drowning in the lake. Mm-hmm. And I think Mrs. Voorhees saw that and was like, mm-mm, that's how my son died. You're getting I died never, first. Well, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel really dumb, but I never thought about that. Yeah, well. Yeah, thank you. I'm very astute. I suppose you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because she was watching in the woods, remember? What else? Did he, did he smoke weed at all? Did we see him smoke weed? I don't know. I didn't even notice. Like, what, are, what are the other sins? What sins does he commit, really? Um, I mean, he has a crush on a girl in a relationship. I don't know. No. And he tries to make a move on her because he, like, fakes the drowning and gets CPR from her. Yeah. So maybe it was because he was, like, trying to move in on her. I don't know, but I think it was because he was no. I think you're. Drowning. I think you're right. Because yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't commit any of the cardinal sins of slashers. Yeah. At least I can't. I can't recall now. I don't remember. He was. He was so, like he was barely a, a blip. A blip for me on the screen. You like Ned? I didn't like Ned. I thought he was an ass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My favorite was probably none of them. I like Kevin Bacon. Not even Alice. You don't even like Alice. I liked Alice. She was she was fine. I like Alice. She did a good job. Um, it's funny that later on Kevin Bacon and his girlfriend have sex underneath Ned's dead body. Yeah, they go on the to bottom the same bunk. Abandoned, I guess abandoned cabin. Abandoned cabin. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I don't think it's their cabin. <laughs> I don't think so either. It's ways away from their their campsite. Yeah pretty far away it looked like it was just like for the campers and they were the counselors so they would all be like towards the main you know it's funny there are i think there there's only one movie where there's actually campers at the damn campsite really yeah huh so you'll see because i in june i think we're gonna do two through six probably 13th two through six and the next few movies it doesn't take place at the camp, but it takes place at, like, different homes, like, mm. off of Crystal Lake. Okay. Other campsites, kind of, other lake houses. Yeah, lake houses. And then at six, we finally have campers. Wow. <laughs> it, takes, it takes... Six movies and to si- get to And it. six is my favorite, favorite Friday the 13th. Interesting. Are we going to watch them in order? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. Okay. Two through six, and we'll probably finish them through order whenever. Okay. Then we get arguably your favorite kill of the movie, Kevin Bacon, or do you like the beheading more? I think I like the arrow. The through arrow the, through the neck. Hey, that I was li- mine. Through the neck. Oh. 
Was that okay? Yeah, that was Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's an air. It's a spear. It took me a minute to figure out what it was. I I wrote on it, um, in my notes. I was like, I don't know what this is, and then I'm like, maybe it's a, an arrow. I like the, the the blood squirting out of the neck. Yeah, it looked really cool. Which was an accident. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I think that would really happen if he got speared to the neck. And Kevin Bacon had the uh, so like chest and his neck were fake, and then his real head's there, and he had to like. Pretend like it's he his could, body. He could, like, you know, like crouch up with his head like that wow. for hours. That would have been. I bet his neck muscles got real huge after that. Just real cramped after that. <laughs> yeah. Had to drink a lot of Gatorade that day. Did they have Gatorade back then? Yes, they had Gatorade. <laughs> Did they have Gatorade then? Yeah, his facial expressions were really good. And I loved, again, I loved the blood. The blood in this movie is probably my favorite. Favorite ever? Favorite so far? Yeah, it might be my favorite so far. Why are you doing that? Because I'm trying to think if there was another one that was just as good. I mean, Halloween had good blood, but it wasn't that gory. Yeah. Yeah, there's this one. This is what a lot of people consider to be the first slasher because the the heightened. Yeah. You get a body count. There's the blood and more blood and gore. There's more more sex. You know what? It might be Nightmare on Elm Street. It's my favorite blood. All that blood in Johnny Depp's bedroom after he died. Glenn, after he yeah. died, that was really good. Okay, it might be my second to Nightmare. I mean, this won't be the last Savini movie for sure that we do. Good. Uh, might not even be the last one of the month. Well, we'll see. And then, who? what was the character's name that was um with... Jack with Kevin Bacon's character. Marcy. Marcy. So she goes to the bathroom, and that bathroom scene is really good. We actually get two. It goes. This is that one, bathroom scene goes, goes on and on and on. It does. And then on again. Yeah, I know. And then we and then nothing even happens in that second one. But she gets an axe to the head. Yeah. Pretty cool. That was pretty good. Right in the middle of the face. And then you you see the the. The light. Yeah, from like the axe coming back and hitting it, presumably. Yeah, the light just keeps moving. I thought that was really creepy, really cool. I'm like, how is this old woman doing all these kills? She's like super old woman. (laughs) That's fantastic. The love of the mother. And I can't believe that hand that came up and grabbed Kevin Bacon's character in that bunk was from a woman. It looked like so big. Well, do you notice at the end when she gets decapitated, you can see her hands kind of like squeezing? Yeah, they look like man hands. But they're hairy and everything. Yeah. It was like that was Tom Savini's assistant doing that. Uh, that's why I'm like, I, I'm certain this is a man. They got me so confused to find out it was Jason Voorhees' mom. That's crazy. I thought it was Jason the yeah, whole time. I, I was wondering if you knew. At all. I really did. I wonder the whole time. I was like, I, I, I wouldn't be nope. surprised if I said that at some point for some reason. No, never knew. And I'm so glad you didn't ruin it for me. Because it was pretty cool finding out that there was no Jason hockey mask killer in this first movie. I would have never guessed that. No, there's only one Jason. Well, that we know of. Well, the baby Jason. The child Jason. Is he real, though? Yeah. He pulled her under. You don't think it was a dream? No, I really don't. You really don't think it was a dream? No, I think it really did um, happen. But they think that they couldn't that's see That's going to be Jason. interesting what you think in, in June, then. That's what I think, because I think they couldn't see him pull her down. They just saw her tip over, maybe, in the water. I think it's it's a dream. <laughs> okay. It has to be a dream. You have more information than I Well, yeah, I do. Just uh, we'll, we'll see what you think after after two okay all right we'll check back in then i mean it could be real like it really i mean if you think it i just always assumed it i always assumed it was a dream or i was pretty sure it was a dream in the original script actually the that scene was not in it at all tom's many people have taken credit for it tom savini included that they came up with the the jason scene because jason was not supposed to be in speaking of tom savini yeah the makeup and effects on his body, the dead Jason body, was really good too. Was like a, You'll see, just when, like a drowned little boy. When he comes back in in four, you do see Jason with his mask off at one point. 
and you can see his head definitely is very similar to what it looks like in this movie. Yeah. Which cool. is cool. Four is probably my, yeah, it's my second favorite movie of the franchise. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. At the beginning of the movie, they talk about the full moon. And then later on, because I, I wrote that in my notes. The first thing I have written in my notes is, cool, full moon. And then at this point, the cop is saying, oh, it's a full moon. Yeah, and he probably drops off Steve Christie. Yep. Steve Christie's death was so boring. What are you doing out here? Yeah, and it's just like, that. that's it. Just someone standing behind the sign with a flashlight. And I was like, really? That yeah. was boring. That is one of the more disappointing things about this franchise. Uh, is that the MPAA, well, the MPA now, cut, you know, had them cut a lot from... Part 7, in particular, is the one that really got screwed by the MPA because could have been a wonderful like wonderfully fantastic movie um at least kill wise if it weren't for the mpa but a lot of the kills in this franchise have had been cut down severely because of the mpa and trying to maintain that r rating because mm. obviously you go up past r no one's gonna see it yeah well Friday, the 13th. You may only see it once, but that will be enough. Friday, the 13th. Okay, so the second bathroom scene. Who's the girl? Is that Brenda? Yeah, the green... Green poncho thing. She comes into the bathroom, and we have a really cool shot where Mrs. Voorhees pulls back the curtain in the shower and then quickly puts it back. Yeah. That was so creepy. (laughs) I thought for sure Brenda was dying there, which she dies, but not then and there. She just gets thrown through a window, bound. (laughs) And then we hear that little boy... Help me, help me. Which I get. So scary. Which is another, that's another part I, I, I forget about. I'm like, is this all he's been? I, it, so, because I have seen this a lot on, on cable. I'm wondering if that part is cut out on the cable version a lot. Because I really, really? I, I, I'm like, I don't, I swear like the cable version does not have that. It's scary. I could be totally off base but i i swear to i always forget that's in there and i go oh yeah she does it has to be mrs Voorhees imitating it has to be and at this point like i said earlier i didn't realize that jason wasn't the killer so i thought that was jason mimicking his childhood voice doing that that was so scary but it's even creepier that it was his mom doing it the whole time oh gives me chills so creepy so when do you when Mrs. Voorhees shows up, what what is your first thought? Because you don't, you said you didn't think she was the killer just yet. No, I thought that Jason was a different boy than the one who drowned. I don't know. I was really confused. Okay, even when she was telling the story, you didn't. Yeah, I thought that he was just a lonely boy, like watched the camp all the time, but never actually got to go there and was jealous of all the boys and girls and has this vendetta against the camp. And so he stands in the woods and watches all the kids having fun and he goes and kills them. And she just like knew he killed them. And she was just like, oh, whatever. My son died a long time ago at this camp. But no, I just made up a whole elaborate story in my head. It was not that at all. But I really thought she was like just covering for her son. Okay. And why does everyone in this movie drive a Jeep? There's only, I mean, two people drive a Jeep. Mrs. Voorhees drove a Jeep. The director drove a Jeep. Yeah, Steve, yeah, that's it. I thought there was one more. I don't know. There was one. We see a motorcycle, a cop car, and a truck. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe there are only two Jeeps. But still, that's a lot. For only five vehicles and two of them being Jeeps. 
I'm surprised. I thought you were going to be like, I knew right away because of because Annie gets picked up by a Jeep earlier in the movie. Yeah, but I thought that was Steve at first because Steve drove away in a Jeep earlier. And I was like, oh, she found Steve. Yeah, but once you find out it's the killer, then you realize the killer drives a Jeep. But how would I know that that's Mrs. Voorhees then? Because she comes she comes up to the oh, cabin on a Jeep. she does. Nope. <laughs> Did not connect it then. Nope. I mean, it's so... It's so brief, but I, I I wouldn't have been shocked if you would have said that. Yeah, no, I still did not connect it. I was still thinking Jason was the guy in the woods. Right here, I wrote in my notes after finding out that like Jason drowned and today's his birthday, June 13th, which he's a cancer, I guess. Or is that not a cancer? I don't know. Don't I don't know. Well, like, I Take would this know. part out. I wrote, OMG, what? She's the killer? <laughs> With like four question marks. I did not expect this. Oh God. She talks to Jason to herself in a little kid voice. Ew. <laughs> that was so creepy. So was it a pleasant surprise then? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was a little disappointed because I was like ready to see Jason kill people. Because I've never seen him do it. <laughs> but to find out it was his mom was like a like a mind blown situation for me <laughs> and then i wrote wait i thought jason was the killer oh but i love that scene of her slapping alice <laughs> so good and then the slow motion beheading what a good kill it was really good Alice must be strong, or that blade must be, like, really sharp to have done it so swiftly like that. Well, yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. Apparently, they kept the the head together on, like, two, with toothpicks. Cool. And then the music just gets happier once uh, this like is where he's died. I like music at the end. Yeah, it was just weird. All of a sudden, it was happy. Because and then she gets because she survived. What do you mean? It's not, but, it's not weird. But then Jason yeah, pulls well, her into the water. Obviously, they're 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 giving you a false sense of security. I hate that. <laughs> it's just like I mean, even they, even I'm pretty sure even Victor Miller or Sean Cunningham. Actually, it may have been Tom Sweeney, but they admit that like they ripped this off of Carrie because Carrie has a very similar ending where you have the the nice music and then mm. the hand pops up from the ground. So it's very similar. Then did you expect that? I mean, were you no. you weren't even you weren't expecting that? I thought that she mu- was. I thought she was just gonna like. Was I expecting the music? Well, the the ending. Yeah, well, no, with Jason. with Jason pulling her under. No, yeah. when he popped up, I jumped. <laughs> Did you? You were there. Yeah, I, I jumped. I, I thought you did. But... I said, "Wow, scary Jason kid from the water." I jumped. I was so scared. And it's like real, like swamp muck on him. Yeah, he, put, he it, looked like the swamp thing. Wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, great makeup. And there's something about it. it I can never time it. When I, I know it's coming, and I can never time it. Like when it's actually. Yeah, it I've gotten me it out. down. I've gotten down to a little, little bit. I'm like, okay, I know the cop comes like very close to the shore, and then she reaches down at the water. But then I can never like get it like like <laughs> I never. I'm like off. It was it was there's frightening. There's something strange about that timing that gets me still. Yeah, I think I even gasped. <laughs> I did not expect it. Yeah, this whole movie was full of. Uh false i guess i i just i thought that this movie was something that it wasn't what did you think it was i thought it was gonna be jason killing all these kids i thought we were gonna see the hockey mask i thought it was gonna be him stalking them well yeah you'll that'll happen i mean that that is what happens this movie just no jason but it was like once i found out it was the mom i just thought of the whole movie just so differently just like wow the mom did all that she's strong (laughs) and like is jason a ghost i have so many on like so many questions that i can't wait until we watch the second one now yeah we'll see if we get we we can answer those questions (laughs) okay okay (laughs) sounds good what did you uh rate the movie now during this after this three three out of five three out of five yeah yeah i give it a three and a half Three and a half. It was good. I loved the music. Yeah. 
iconic music. Yeah. And the effects were really good. But the music was creme de la creme. Fantastic. Creme de la creme, huh? Yeah. What Any I, final thoughts? Oh, sorry. What were you well, saying? I mean, do you, what else about it do you like? Do you like... You liked Al, at least Adrian King's performance. Alice? Yeah. Yeah, she was great. She was great. I loved the scenery in the movie, the shots of the, the, lake. the lake and the in the woods and everything was beautiful. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. So, yeah, you can definitely tell it was filmed at a actual summer camp. I thought that looked like fun. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you'll, get, you'll still see that. In Did they use movie. the same location? No, no, oh. no. And like I said, it like the net the next well two through five they all take place not at the summer camp but at like like lake house houses, houses and, yeah cabins along the lake yeah okay six we go back to the summer camp fun do they use that same location no. or do they just no cool so we have Scream next week. No, we don't have Scream next week. What's next week? I, we Scream is the beginning of February. Oh, what was I thinking of next week? I was. <laughs> What's next week? We're just we still we're doing two more slashers for the rest of January. I thought Scream was a slasher. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> leading up to Scream, we're doing slashers too. Okay. Which is Scream is also a slasher. Yes. Okay. So what's the next movie? I don't know yet. I'm debating between some. It's going to be so surprise. sassy right now. I'm not sassy. Yeah, you are. I'm debating between a couple, and we'll see you. See what you roll. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I'm going to throw in. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. I really want to. Maybe do a poll on Twitter. Poland. A poll uh, on a Twitter. A poll on Twitter. And say, hey, we're thinking of doing these movies. Which one did you guys want to hear Maybe. more? We'll see. Give us some like comments and. Tweet us, respond to us on Instagram, tell us what movies you want to hear in the future. We'll try and fit them in. Yeah. And then follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, whatever the terminology is. Yeah, whatever, whatever. uh, I think Apple considers it following now. Following on Apple Podcasts? I think they. Instead of subscribe. Download. Download. You know. Like, comment, tweet. Rate, 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 rate us. Rate's pretty important. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. it. Takes two seconds. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>